Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September 5th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The IDF has beefed up its forces along the Hamas-run Gaza Strip frontier and deployed for potential flare-ups of clashes over the coming Rosh Hashanah period. Some leaves have been canceled, as defense officials say that they were prepared for a few days of war if necessary. Yet IDF has also bolstered its anti-rocket Iron Dome batteries. It's also put its forces in the West Bank on high alert. This over Hamas's rejection of a deal worked out to funnel tens of millions of dollars in aid to Gazans from Qatar that attempts to bypass the terrorist organization. Meanwhile, reportedly pumped a toxic to a smuggling tunnel from the Gaza Sinai, Palestinians report say at least three Gazans were asphyxiated to death. Egypt has said they have destroyed over 3,000 tunnels in the past six years. Hamas uses the tunnels to smuggle in weapons and contraband. The Prime Minister and the IDF Chief of General Staff have thrown their support behind Army commanders criticized for operational mishaps that led to the death of a border police sniper by a Hamas gunman two weeks ago. Bennett spoke last night with the top IDF brass, including the commander of the unit of the border police, Sergeant Staff Sergeant Bar El Shmueli, who was killed, he said he was giving them his full backing. Where there is combat, there are also mistakes, and sometimes they are tragic, the Prime Minister said. Do not touch the IDF and its commanders. We don't have another IDF. IDF's Chief of General Staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi, also, if belatedly, backed the commanders following outrage in the public from the tactical failure that allowed an Arab gunman to approach the border wall and shoot Shmueli at point-blank range and escape unscathed, during a riot there. A society that does not back up its soldiers and commanders, even when they make mistakes, will find that there is no one to fight for it. Kochavi said in a memo, he added that the willingness to, to bear losses is a condition for national resilience, and resilience is an existential condition. The family of the fallen servicemen sharply criticized the IDF for handling of the incident and the death of their son. Kochavi was reportedly visiting that family today. Coronavirus. There has been a decline of about 15% of severe cases during the past week, but health officials say that they are still concerned over the massive number of Israelis traveling through Ben-Gurion Airport in the coming days out of fear that they would be bringing in more coronavirus variants into the country. According to the health ministry, nearly 5,000 people were confirmed infected with COVID-19 yesterday with a positive test result rate of 5.76%, which is a sharp drop from the 8.4% registered on Thursday. The number of people in serious condition has dropped to 679. There are currently 91,000 active COVID-19 cases in the country. The death toll from COVID-19 complications since the beginning of the pandemic has reached 7,154 people. The crisis at the public hospitals has ended. An agreement was reached between the Treasury and Health Ministry who have promised to transfer 960 million shekels to the seven public hospitals by the end of the week. President Isaac Herzog has revealed he held a secret meeting with Jordan's King Abdallah II last week, saying he also intends to meet with other heads of state in the region. According to a statement issued by the Prime Minister, the President's office, Herzog discussed with the monarch importing agricultural products from Jordan during the upcoming sabbatical year and solutions to the climate crisis. In an interview with Khan, Herzog also dismissed reports he would pardon former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu if the latter were convicted in his criminal trial for corruption. 
Foreign groups vaccinated of vaccinated tourists from selected countries will be allowed into Israel again starting September 19th in the framework of a special pilot program, the tourism ministry told the Jerusalem Post. In order to qualify, the tourists will need to present proof of a second vaccination recognized by the Israeli health ministry received within the last six months or third vaccination. Sports. The Israeli soccer national team registered one of its greatest victories in its history last night, demolishing a hapless Austria five goals to two. The game was a World Cup qualifier and put Israel in second place in their six-team group behind Denmark, which it will face on Tuesday. Turning to the weather, it will be slightly cooler today and tomorrow. Maximum temperatures forecast for the main regions, Jerusalem 29, Tel Aviv 31. Haifa and Tzfat 28, Beersheba 34, and Anilat going up to 38 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.